Hello, Four Star Nation, and welcome to a special uh, May 27th interview of Four Star Sports Show presented by BA Mask. For more information on the future of uh, sports face masks, NFL, and others, uh, go ahead, reach out to bamask.com. Tonight, we have a very special guest, uh, defensive coordinator currently for the University of Memphis, Mr. Mike McIntyre. Coach Mack, thank you very much for joining us. I'm glad to be on. Really appreciate it. Coach, uh, let me ask first question. Uh, when you look at this Memphis defense from last season, uh, I really feel like, and this is my opinion, but I really feel like the defense just improved and improved and improved as, this, as the season went along. And in my opinion, that defense won us the bowl game. Um, and all that was done, and there was COVID, you were doing things through Zoom and other ways. Uh, talk a little bit about how excited you are moving into this season with an actual spring to actually physically work your your defense. Yes. Uh, number one, the, um, the coaches on the staff did a great job of keep working on our defense. The, the kids kept improving as the year went along. Um, it was a, it, it definitely an interesting season in a lot of different ways, uh, but I was really, really proud of the coaching staff and the, and the players as they kept improving as the year went along. And I thought that, you know, at the end of the year, we were playing really well, and we ended up third in the in the conference in scoring defense, which is the most important thing is points. That's what you're concerned about, no matter what. So I, you know, I was pleased of how we how we did that. And then this year, we had an excellent spring practice. We've got some really good football players coming back. Coaching staff has done a great job with them, and um, you know, we're excited about the fall and uh, hopefully. Um, you don't start where you left off. You have to start back at square one and keep pushing. But the thing that I noticed, we were way ahead of, um, you know, of course we didn't have spring practice, but we, I feel like we're way ahead of where we were at the end of, end of uh, fall camp last year even. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, coach, as we know, uh, the transfer portal is a huge, huge thing. I think there's over a thousand players in it, and we know the transfer portal can give it, it can also take it away. Uh, we've had both of those actions with the Memphis defense this offseason. Uh, we lost a couple of guys. We got a couple of guys. Uh, talk a little bit about the incoming guys into your defense and uh, who, who you think can be a real factor this season. Well, number one, I'm excited about the, uh, the young men that are here on our team that we were able to bring back. You know, some of the super seniors are yeah. going to be a huge part of our defense. And I was excited they wanted to come back and, and one of the main reasons they want to come back is they love playing for the University of Memphis. They love playing for the city of Memphis. They love the – I've heard them talk about it um, to me and to other people about how they love playing in the Liberty Bowl, and, and um, they're very proud that they play for Memphis and, um, and represent the city. Uh, it's, it's very unique in how, um, how much they truly mean that and believe that, and uh, it, it's, it's exciting to see. And, you know, we got a, a couple transfers in that – at, um, at, at corner, and um, I'm really excited about um, the, the, the young man that came in there, Julian Burnett, and he's an a excellent player and had a good spring game. Um, and so we're, we've got some other guys, that, some young freshmen that came in in, the, um, in December. We're here in January for spring practice, and they did some really good things. So we're, we've got a good nucleus of players, and I'm excited about what, uh, what's ahead, of, ahead for us. And then we had a couple guys like Dre Thomas come back that – that opted out last year and I'm um, excited to see him back on the field. And um, so we're excited about our, our football team. Most definitely. Uh, coach, talk a little bit about 
you just talked about the, the players loving playing for the city of Memphis. Uh, I've been following your career uh, for years now. Uh, National Coach of the Year back in 2016. Um, went to the pros for a little bit and then made a jump to Memphis. Talk a little bit about what was your draw to the University of Memphis. Well, number one, um, the University of Memphis is, you know, a winning football program and doing really well and has a good following. Um, the investment they've made in the new facilities, all of that had just happened, you know, right before I got here, the facility development, but they've been winning for a while. Um, and then, you know, I'm from Nashville, Tennessee originally. I moved around a lot, but that's home. Um, so being close to home, we, we love this area. I uh, had been out west for a while. So there was a combination of, Coach Silverfield, um, I think, is a great young coach and really wanted to help him be successful. Um, the University of Memphis and what they've done with their football program and how they've invested in it uh, and the success. And then, you know, being in the area, um, I really love this area of the country. Yeah, it is definitely a beautiful, uh, beautiful city for sure. And that stadium at SMU last year, Coach, uh, can we just talk about, I mean, just – that game day game with SMU, that is probably the loudest I've ever heard the Liberty Bowl Stadium. Right. I, I wasn't there for that one. I know right. But um, I saw it on television. It looked electrifying. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I know that was exciting. And um, I expect us to have some of those this year. You know, it, it would have been fun to, if we would have played UCF on in a, in a packed stadium. That would have been because that was a dramatic game. That would have been really exciting there. So yes, that, that would have been amazing. I think that, uh, you know, there'll be some great moments this year um, in that in the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, and speaking of that, uh, I saw that the, that the university announced today, I think it was, what, six or seven uh, times for some games coming up this year. So I saw that Mississippi State games at three, so that'll be good. Yes, uh, I, I'm I'm focused on our football team and, and Nichols at first. Nichols, you know, yeah. has the – Nichols has, I think, the highest scoring offense in 1AA or right up there at it. They average like wow. almost 49, 50 points a game. Um, wow. They've got some good – they've got some excellent football – excellent offensive football players. Uh, Coach, uh, I, you know, and just doing a little bit of research on you, uh, I, I do know that you're a very strong man of faith. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, how you use your faith and then bring it into the coaching aspect. Well, you know – Faith is, is, is what I live my life for. That's, that's what it's about. My relationship with Jesus Christ is the most important thing in my life, period. And uh, so hopefully I'm living it on a daily basis. And the way I live my life uh, shows an example that hopefully there's something different and there's something bigger than just football or bigger than just being successful, all that type of thing. And, you know, um, it, one of the reasons I coach, the main reason I coach college football is to help develop young people. And, uh, you know, we've got into all this world right now with uh, NIL and transfers and all these things, which is, to me, just a, a, a unique concept that's happening in our world. And it really makes a lot of um, anxiety for the young men, mm -hmm. a lot of different kind of uh, different reasons that are, things are happening. And I think it's a good time to show that there, you can be steady, you can um, care about kids, you can work with them, you can love them, you can push them, you can help them. And so I really try to develop a relationship with them to show that I care about them a lot more than they do just as a football player. And um, so, you know, it's an, it's an anxious time in our, in, our, in our country. I think one of the things, you know, all this avenue of media and all the stuff on the phones and all the instant gratification and all the things that, the, that happen to these kids, it causes them a, a lot of anxiety. And I think that my relationship with Jesus Christ and them understanding that um, there's more than 
just football um, can help them be successful in life, but also hopefully for eternity. Most definitely. Uh, that I, I think that it's just a great aspect. Uh, I mean, a, a great just trait to have in a, in a, in a football coach or anybody in general. Uh, you were you were just talking about the anxiety and things of that nature. Can you talk a little bit about uh, working with these players for for their for their mental health? Uh, I mean, you know, being a student and then being an athlete can be a lot to say the least. Can you can you talk a little bit about how how that transpires into coaching? Oh yes, uh, you know, there's so many uh, pressures on these young men. Um, you know, they are gifted, talented, wise, athletically, um, but the way our you know, world is right now, most people view these kids like they're 30 year old pro players. Um, you know, they're 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds. And I always thought it was interesting every time I would, when I was a head coach and I would invite people to come to the locker room and, uh, you know, the, the dads would sit in there and they'd see us talking to the kids and they'd see the kids. And then afterwards they go, golly, that linebacker, he looks he looks just as young as my son. I said, "Hold your son, 18. I said, "He's he, he is <laughs> he, he is 18." He goes, "I didn't. I, gosh, I just don't realize these kids. These are kids. They really yeah. are kids." And uh, so, you know, we're helping develop these kids into men. And you know, I think the the sport of football, um, the academics of the school, um, all the different things they have to juggle when they go away from home for the first time. They're truly growing up, and. Uh, you know, growing up is a hard thing. It really is. And you're trying to figure your way. You're trying to figure out what you believe in, what you stand for, what you want to do. And hopefully we are a steady sounding board, a, a, a an instrument to them that shows them there's a way, that shows them that accountability, responsibility, doing the right things, making the right choices um, is the way to develop your character and your life going forward. And um, you know, if we just win football games, when you just make them a better football player, then really I think I've failed. If I don't help them be a better person, a better father one day, understanding about caring for others, and then the football comes along, they can be a lot better player, and also they can make a better um, influence on their friends and the, and the people in their families and in their future families. Great point, great point. Mike McIntyre, University of Memphis, defensive coordinator, joining us tonight on Four Star Sports Show, presented by B.A. Mask. For more, reach out to BAMask.com, also BAMask on all social media sites. Uh, Coach McIntyre, when you look at uh, the coaching staff that you are on with Coach Silverfield, Coach Johns, talk a little bit about Ryan Silverfield and his leadership uh, with all of y'all as a, yeah. as a staff. Yeah, uh, Ryan has done a, a, an excellent job. You know, it's really hard being a first-time head coach in COVID. I mean, there were so many things – and. I used to tell him all the time, I said, I don't have a manual for the COVID year. And he always said, hey, you got a manual for this? I said, no, we're just going to do it off the seat of our pants. And I thought he did a phenomenal job of handling all the different situations and everything that was thrown at us. You know, we would go into many games and we wouldn't know who was going to be able to play, um, you know, until, you know, Friday night. And because we'd have tests on Wednesday, we'd have tests, COVID tests on Friday mornings. We'd, you know, there's all kind of things. If a kid woke up with a fever on Saturday morning, you didn't know if he's going to be able to play. It was just, it was unbelievable. And then all the other situations that were happening um, in our country, and and then yeah. you you didn't have class, you had to do it online. Um, there was so many things going on. If we're going to be able to play, not play. Um, so it was an amazing year. I was really proud of what Ryan did. I was really proud of Kevin Johns and our offense and. 
and then just the way the kids rallied. You know, we um, they were. I thought the resiliency of those young men um, really showed a lot of the the Memphis kind of grit. I know you talk about it all the time, but I really saw it. I, I mean, I yeah. really saw it in those kids and how they just kept fighting and kept believing and and kept driving. And I and um, I know I know the fans were proud of them, and I know. We wish we want to won every game. I understand that, but the things they overcame and the things they learned this year, I think, were invaluable uh, for their future. Uh, speaking of last year and, and all of its ebbs and flows, because there was a lot, um, what do you think was a turning point uh, of last year to where y'all just started hitting on all cylinders? Because you got to a point to where you were just hitting. Right, I, you know. Um, we got going in fall camp and then, you know, we played our opening game and the day of the day, the Friday of our opening game, we lose two or three starters that, you know, and we're throwing kids out there that hadn't been able to practice much, hadn't played any games. And you know, we fought through that and then we're getting ready for the next week. And then all of a sudden we had a month off because of COVID, you know, we missed a month and we had times where we hardly, we had tons of guys not being able to practice. It was just kind of a makeshift. Um, and then we had a, a really bad first half against SMU, and then the second half we played, dominated the game. Should have won the won the game and didn't. And uh, I think after that we just kind of started getting a little bit better, a little bit better. I think the grit of the uh, Central Florida game. I think the uh, the ending and the and the battle we had against South Florida. The kids just kept believing, kept fighting, never blinked. I was gonna, I was laughing. I you know I sit up in the press box and I saw people leaving at the Central Florida game, and I saw people leaving at the South Florida game, and I wanted to call them on their cell phone and said, y'all just missed a great ending. <laughs> and so uh, uh, that, that was exciting. I don't think anybody will leave the stadium anymore when our guys are playing. <laughs> they never think they're going to lose, and that's an inbred culture at Memphis football now. And uh, so it was. It, I thought it was an exciting year, and we're looking forward to that and having an even better year this year. Uh, Coach, when you when you just alluded to it, well, can you talk a little bit about your scheme that you run? And then also, is there a particular reason as to why you're in the booth versus on the sidelines? Uh, yes. Uh, well, our scheme is a it's a hybrid three four scheme. Um, you know, a lot of people around the country are, are running it, um, and they've kind of adapted it to four wides and three wide teams. Um, you're able to get lined up quicker. You're able to be balanced. They don't know where you're bringing pressure from. Uh, and our kids really started figuring it out really well as the year went along. And, uh, and then you can also move to a four down a lot out of it. If you notice what we do, we can stem and move, which really helps us. Um, and so I was excited about that aspect we were able to finally get to with our, with our scheme. Um, and then, you know, the other side of it, um, you know, why I'm in the press box, um, there's uh, the, the main reason I'm in the press box is I can see so much better. Because teams play so fast now and they line up for you, I'm able to see an idea of what they're doing and be able to get our guys in, in, the, in the best possible call. Um, when you're down on the sidelines, you can't really see. I mean, you right. can't see, you know, you can't see if the back is deeper than the quarterback. You can't always see if the yeah. tight end's on the ball or off the ball. You can't see where they put their best receiver. They move them around. Um, and also the, def the offensive coordinators – are usually in the box now and they're looking at what you do and they're checking to the quarterback when they look. Yeah. So if I'm in a game and I see them check, okay, why did he check that? And I'm in a coverage and then I'm in that coverage again and he checks it again. I go, oh, next time I'm in that coverage and he checks, I'm checking to this coverage. 
And so you, you're able to, to play a little chess match with them. And I, I think that definitely helps. And then you're also able to stay a little calmer up there. You can write things down. You can see it. You can make notes. You can look at it and then have it prepared. And so you can think of it quickly in the next drive. Um, and so I think that's extremely important. And then I'm able to, to, you know, to see everything. And I have all the other coaches. At the way all our positions are covered down there. So that's able to communicate well with those kids. Okay, great. That's the, those are all great points, and it makes total sense to me now. Now, why you would be in the booth because you're essentially playing overhead chess. Makes total yes. sense. Makes total sense. Uh, Coach, last question for you, uh, and we'll let you get out of here. I'm sure you're watching film or something tonight, um, Coach. When you look at uh, the University of Memphis football program as a whole, obviously we are all. I say we just because I'm a fan. We are on the rise, uh, and it's it's actually gaining some. Gaining some steam to the rocket. Uh, we were in the Cotton Bowl just a few years back uh, last year against Western Kentucky in the uh, Birmingham Bowl. Uh, where do you see this program moving forward? I mean, obviously, you've been around the block per se, uh, and you've been head coach of you know other programs as well. Where do you see this program going? I mean, do you see a potential uh, group of five, or I mean, a, a potential uh, power five, or no? I think that uh, this program is definitely headed in that, in that direction. There's no doubt about it. The, the facilities we have now, the crowds that we have, um, the backing of everybody. Uh, and, you know, we're, we play in an, an excellent, excellent conference. Uh, um, and so I think that, that that brings a lot of clout to the table, too. I, you know, there, there'll be some movement again here in another year or so with everything that's going on in conferences yeah. and, and this conference that we're in is a phenomenal conference. Who knows how they'll do it? They're talking about adding more teams to the playoffs, which might um, open up some other opportunities. Um, but I, I definitely see um, Memphis as a Power Five type um, football program um, in the in the future. And I think that we definitely compete compete with all the Power Fives now. I'd stack us up with anybody. We can play anybody. And uh, so I'm excited about that future for Memphis and. It's, it's great seeing the revolution that's happened and the, um, the rebuild that's happened since, maybe, I guess, about 2010. It's kind of really, really come a long way, and uh, which, which is exciting to see. And I think that, you know, it all goes back to investment. It really does. Yeah. And they've invested. Our football facility is excellent. Um, you know, we have a good day, game day crowds. Um, we travel well. We were, we're able to – we have a good budget for recruiting. So all of that um, makes a big, big difference, and um, so I see, I see nothing but bright, um, bright days ahead for the University of Memphis football. Awesome, awesome. I completely agree with you, Coach. Uh, yeah, I mean, going back to uh, like, like you said, 2010, uh, it was as a as a diehard Memphis fan, it was not good. Uh, it was quite ugly, to be honest with you. Uh, but thank you very much for joining us tonight. Also, from all Tiger fans out there. Thank you for what you do for the city of Memphis and for our university. Uh, we are much appreciative, um, and we hope to see you down the road with Four Star Sports Show. Hopefully we can get you back on uh, during the season as well. Thank you very much. Excited to be here, and uh, thank you for having me on, and have a great night. Thank you, Coach. Four Star Sports Show presented by B.A. Masks.